is the Motor Cop Chronicles. This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be us without me fucking something up right in the beginning of it. Oh, it wasn't you. <laughs> oh, no, it was me. I hit the wrong intro buttons twice. What's up, Bronson? Glad you could join us. There's new fucking Windows. They're like, yeah, you got to do an update to Windows 11 and reinstall Skype. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> fucking you're a reindeer. <laughs> it's Christmas time, man. I'm a reindeer. At least I don't have a red nose. All right. No, you got that cute little black nose. Yeah, you do. Look at my big eyes. Oh, I'd be singing, you know. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. No, you can't. Don't sing it. 2021. We're not allowed to. Don't don't sing that. Don't sing that song. Get us (laughs) booted off. No white Christmases. Oh, fuck. Look, like like and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit the bell and uh, share it. Share it on Facebook. Also, follow us on Facebook. If you're on the podcast uh, applications, if you're on Apple, hit a five-star, write a review. I will read it. That's like we were on our way out to dinner earlier, and the the, the song came on the radio. And y- You remember uh, White Wedding? I was like, oh, God, don't let them get wind of this. No, no, no. <laughs> we won't have this song either. No. Uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast. But uh saw that guy, that uh, one of them SJW guys that got booted off of Twitch, for which I'm going to say it. We're on Twitch right now. He might get kicked off there. But he, he was talking about a, a certain uh, brand of something that comes in saltine and Ritz. And, uh <laughs> They they kicked him off for 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 using the c word. I was like, I don't get well, mad about crackers. that. I love crackers. I love being salty and delicious. I mean, Jesse Smollett <laughs> was here last week, and he he fucking yeah yeah he was. He if, talked about him. No, that was the other podcast. Gave him straight. <laughs> I can barely tell my days anymore. If you, you want to hear our interview with uh, Juicy. About he he gave us an explanation of why uh, he made a mistake in saying uh, he was beat up white people, not black people. Go listen to the Liberty Freedom Whiskey podcast. It's out on the platforms now, or you can check it out on YouTube and Facebook. Also, go check it out if you want to hear our interview with him. Uh, I think it was quite funny. How come you look all tan and I look all fucking like I've been in the snow? That's because I've been out eating grass, getting ready to pull a sleigh. Because I am a reindeer. I mean, if somebody's got to do it. Santa's not delivering toys. If you have kids in the room, you might want to turn let them out. <laughs> He's go, not getting butt go, go, go listen to the Liberty uh, Freedom Whiskey Podcast again, and you will find out why Santa's not delivering cars. Toys. He's too. He he's yes. He will give you the gynecophilitis because he is uh having a torrid homosexual affair with Harry. So go check it out and you will see why. <laughs> what we're talking about. So 
let's get this crap, this shit show on the road. Uh, got plenty of stories to talk about. The first one, uh, mm, I'm not going to say what. It's police related because it's to do with weapons. Uh, Slotkin. Yeah, I'm not real sure how to say this woman's name. She's a U.S. representative. Uh, Slutkin. I don't think her name's Slutkin. <laughs> if I read it, I'm, I'm going with Slutkin. Uh, anyway, her, it, it, it's, I'm going to say it's Slotkin. S-L-O-T-K-I-N. I don't know. Slotkin pre- presents a gun storage safety bill that carries prison time. Welcome to the new world order, I guess, right? Anyway, it's from, uh, from Washington, D.C. This story is from WLNS, trending in Oxford, of course. Uh, following the school shooting that left four dead in Oxford, uh, the United States, uh, I'm sure everybody knows about the story. If not, go look it up. Uh, Representative Elise Slotkin out of, uh, was that Michigan? MI is Michigan or Missouri? Which one yeah, is it? Michigan. It is Michigan. Michigan is introducing a bill that would change the way Americans store their guns. I like to store mine at the refrigerator because I like my guns cold. I like cold steel with ice bullets. With I, wait, I thought there bullets. was already fucking. Is there not laws on the books? I in Florida we have laws for no, not here. You just right. not not in your house. Well, that's just talking about in your house. Anyway, she says, I'm introducing this bill because of the destruction, the destructive role the parents of the killer had on the lives of four teenagers at Oxford High School. What they always say, don't let a uh, tragedy go to waste, right? So here we go. And thousands more in the community at church service, vigils and funerals and visits with parents, teachers and law enforcement. Everyone's priority is to keep our kids safe. And it's clear there is a gap in, in the law that makes it hard to hold parents accountable for aiding their children in committing a crime with the gun. I mean, I don't think they they like told the kid to go shoot the school up. The Safe Guns, Safe Kids Act would, according to Slotkin, require gun owners to safely secure their firearms when a child could access the firearm. And uh, it would mandate up to five years of prison time if a child obtains the gun and injures themselves, others, or uses the gun to commit a crime. So, we'll discuss it. I think it's bullshit. Prosecutor Karen McDonald revealed that uh, the Crumbleys was present when James Crumbly had purchased the gun that was allegedly used in the Oxford shooting. We 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 allegedly. allegedly, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to go into that story. Uh, I came from uh, says I come from a gun owning family, and I carried two firearms on three tours in Iraq with the CIA. Not I'm, don't think this is that chick talking. There are millions of responsible gun owners in Michigan, including my own dad. This bill will require gun owners to store or lock their firearms when children are present and will hold them accountable when they fail to do so. What's up, Aaron? This legislation is a serious uh, is a serious common sense effort to address a safety issue that is taking American lives all around the country. 
ensuring that firearms are properly stored and not left to fall into the hands of those who could, who could use them for violence is essential. The goal is to prevent another American town from experiencing devastation we felt in Oxford over the last two weeks. I guess she said she was in the CIA. I don't mean, I don't know. She might have been overseas. I don't know. Hoeing or something. Cause where, where was all this confidence in gun control measures when the uh, the rich African-American kid popped up in the school? I don't know if I said nothing about it then. No, 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 fuck it. Didn't meet the narrative. And he's not rich. His parents are, have money or whatever. Oh, okay. Parents so let, let's see. I mean, I don't think he has a job. He's got a nice car. But he was yeah, that, that, his, that his parents bought. And, you know, or, well, I think he, they finally said that he was selling drugs. So <laughs> Your but, eyes keep fluttering every time. You don't talk. look at my ears. See my ears? <laughs> calm down. Anyway, she's wanting to pass this bill that would uh so oh if a dear. kid so if a kid gets a gun let's say if you have a gun in your house and kid gets it hurts himself or hurts somebody else you're gonna go to jail for five years let me tell you what i was a kid we were all kids of course at one time and we knew even you know where your parents hid their shit you know and where there's a will there's a way you can lock it up the kids are gonna pick a lock they're gonna find the key they're gonna do something so even if you do all this shit and the kid gets the gun they're gonna try to charge the parents hmm? what about all these, what about these little little juvenile thug gangbangers out there all of them parents that's gonna be a lot of fucking parents in prison i don't think that's enough, what i, 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 I don't I think there's what? enough foster care uh there's gonna be a yeah, lot of kids Michigan in the system stuff? what about chicago Oh, well, fucking Chicago is just shithole. Aaron, you going to take some foster kids in after the parents go to jail, after the kids kill somebody in a drive-by or something? Oh, make them, make <laughs> them share a cell. It'll be a family unit. Yeah. Oh, well, we could do this. Yeah, we could have family cells. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Would it sound like Saudi Arabia or some shit? It, it would force them to get along as a family unit. You know, these parents that don't spend any time with their kids, they just let the playstation raise them well now you're going to spend the next five years locked in a fucking six by nine with all your kids <laughs> aaron says chicago don't have a good problem you're right i don't know where my thoughts are <laughs> yeah, chicago is the fucking problem mm -hmm. yeah oh i got this coming up too once i forgot to show it to you earlier we got our own jen Saki now you want to see her this is jen Saki. you got jen Saki. yeah we're gonna, <laughs> we're, we're gonna circle back circle back just said circle back. There's no gun problems in California. <laughs> it's actually a... What's up, Roy? Like I said, you can comment on here, Mr. Facebook Jail. <laughs> Roy, Roy is a habitual offender. They're going to they're gonna like habitual offender his ass on Facebook. Roy spends more time in Facebook Jail. Than anybody I know. You you got to remind me. It actually it, there's a 3D print I can print, and it says uh, Facebook, and it's got the prison bars, and it goes habitual <laughs> offender. Yeah, that's that is Roy for sure. Anyway, I, I I don't know how you feel about it, how anybody else feels about it out there. I disagree with this bill. This is your house, and if you you should not be told of where you store your own firearms in your house or how you store them. I grew up. And I know a lot of people, if, if you're on here and you grew up in the same type of areas I did, you grew up with guns in the house, around guns. 
not just, most of them were shotguns and rifles, but there was pistols also. I was taught from a very young age how to use a gun, how to properly handle it, and what not to do with it. Okay? Yep. So... My parents never had to lock their guns up because. Well, hell, from nine years old, I had a a, a twenty twenty two. You know the over under. I had it hanging on my wall in my bedroom. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you raise your kids and teach them properly. You know, don't just sit them up there and you know let them play Grand Theft Auto from you know two years old on up, so they grow up thinking it's okay to you know shoot at cops and beat up hookers. So I mean. You raise your kids. I was taught when my kids were growing up, if my daughter was here today, she'd tell you, I could leave my, even though I didn't, I could leave my gun belt hanging on the back of a chair and my kids would not touch it. They knew better. So, I mean, this is, it is on the parents, but I mean, come on. If, if a kid wants to get a gun, they they can get a gun. And most of these uh, mass shootings and stuff, and a lot of these shootings that these kids are doing, it's not from the parents' guns. They, they went and bought stolen guns and shit like that also so yeah because believe me if you if your kid can't get it from your house there's another shitty kid at the school that can get that yeah, gun so if you want to start charging parents for that shit fine start doing it but charge them all every fucking single kid that commits a crime with a gun hold the parents That's responsible it. and start putting them all in fucking jail let's see how that works out for you Let's see how that works out for you. Uh, he said, yeah, uh, Aaron says his parents wasn't uh, dumb shits. And uh, Roy says, mine are never locked up. My daughter knew better. I said, my dad would have beat his ass if he had seen me touch a gun at a young age and, and him not be there. My 11-year-old daughter shoots guns. My 13-year-old can shoot, load, break down, and clean his own gun. And shitty parents, they know better than to touch without being asked. Correct. I mean, raise your kids raise your kids to be, be responsible gun people. That kid in Oxford, he was old enough. He knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. And if, and, and if it wouldn't have been that gun, if it wouldn't have been that gun, he'd have got his hands on something else somewhere else. So I was always more afraid of getting beat by my dad than getting shot. Yeah, exactly, okay. right? Uh Oh, I'm just not going to read the story. I'm just going to mention it. If y'all remember uh, Trooper Gobert, Louisiana State Trooper, they got murdered uh, a couple months back by a guy. I just read a news story. That guy, which is proper, he he killed Trooper Gobert and the, a, a woman and shot and injured a man. The yeah. district attorney in Ascension is going to try him on the death penalty. So, go Good. him. Hope he gets it. Of course, this motherfucker, the way the death penalty goes, he'll sit in prison for 30 fucking years and, you know, before they even think about it. I think you should have, I don't think they should just, you know, get the death penalty and you go in and you just murder them. I mean, put them to death, kill them, however you want to call it. I but, think but, in the murder but, of a but, police officer but, especially, they should drag you outside and let the entire no, no, department take but, a but, shot But 30 years worth of appeals is a little much. I say give, give them no more than 10 years worth of appeal. That way, you know, because I know sometimes innocent people are found. Not often, but sometimes. I think 10 years is plenty enough. After that, fucking put the needle to them, uh, old Sparky, electrocute them, firing squad, however they want to do it. That's that's just the way I feel. They shouldn't go any more 10. 10, After 10 years, they should be good enough. But 30 years, I mean, fuck, that's just like something. I mean, come on, really? 
Really? Just take him to Angola and strap him to the back of one of them bulls and let them run. <laughs> yeah. They could be uh, uh, entertainment at the prison rodeo, huh? Hell yeah. They could be the pin cushion. Well, this next one, this next one here is, uh, you can read it. This the rapist? Is a, yes. Uh, yes. The rapist. The rapist, man. Here we go. Let me see. <clears throat> Let me pull this up. Oh, it looks kind of like. This is him right here. That That's not your cousin or nothing, is it? Motherfucker. <laughs> Hell no. That's like Juan Chavez. Anyway, this is a picture of him here. We're going to let you the job read makes it. sense. Well, I'm just wondering if he was actually, was he legal or was he illegal or what What was it? Uh, he's too white to be illegal. He's right. one of them. Never, never mind. <laughs> Re- report. Landscaper arrested and charged with raping six women. And police say there are probably more victims. Riverside County, California. According to authorities, a landscaper was arrested in connection with the rape and sexual assault of six women. And there is strong possibility that there may be more victims. Did you have the video or no? No, I have a picture of them up. Okay. The suspect, 36-year-old Jose Manuel Martinez Garcia. We're just going to call him Jose from this point out. Was taken into custody on October 5th. And charged on Friday, December 10th, with 14 felonies. The charges included forcible rape, attempted murder, kidnapping, additional sex-related counts. The suspect, who reportedly drove around the area in a white Chevy Silverado and a, and a white Dodge Ram, was held without bail, which is saying a lot for California. The Riverside County District Attorney's Office alleges that Garcia physically or sexually assaulted six women in Coachella Valley between September 2020 and August 21. Um, On Thursday, December 9th, the office detailed the case in a press release. The attack included three victims being strangled to unconsciousness and two incidences in which the victim was struck by the defendant's pickup, and one of those, the victim sustained a broken leg. She was left injured in a ditch and thrown this don't make any sense in a ditch in thermal for several days before being found and given medical assistance. The press release also stated that Garcia is a Mexican national. So no, he is not a U.S. citizen who was living in Coachella. He previously lived in the Bakersfield area. Authorities say Garcia also spent some time near Westminster in Orange County. Uh, including four counts of attempted murder. This would be one to keep your eye on because underneath certain, I bet you they just throw his ass out of the country and don't charge him. Some of the victims and the suspects reside outside the Coachella Valley. Therefore, the district attorney's office and investigators from other agencies, including the Indio Police Department and Riverside County Sheriff's Department, are asking anyone with information about Garcia or who may have also been a victim to contact senior DA investigator Claude Hera at, yeah. Um, if convicted, Garcia faces a potential sentence of life in prison. The case is being prosecuted by Deputy District Attorney uh, with the SVU. In a separate incident, a man accused of sexually assaulting multiple victims has been arrested by San Antonio police and has been charged with two accounts of aggravated sexual assault and one count of robbery. 
fuck does that have to do with anything? Uh, officers were initially called. Man fled a scene on foot. Yeah, That's this other extra shit, I think. Yeah, what the fuck? They just kind of like went just on kept to something running else. on. Anyway, this dude here, what do you say, raped six women? Yeah. In that short and, amount of time? And, they, like, he hit them with their truck. Like, he was just driving down the road and, like, clipped them, broke her fucking leg, threw them in the bed of the truck, molested them, and threw them in a ditch. That, uh, that, I, I'm willing to bet there's a shit ton more than just six. I, I can't believe it took six for him to catch his fucking ass. Well, I'm just saying, I, I, I bet you there's a, a, a whole lot more than six women that he raped. And if they just deport his ass and don't put his ass in prison, and they just going to do it again. He's just going to come back. And you know they'll you know Biden will probably give him a million dollars and half set him up yeah or half a million and set him up in a you know his new rape house or something but yep. hopefully I mean this is California I'm surprised he they didn't just give him a notice to appear summons and let him go right but but uh this, this piece of shit right here I mean I uh, I hope they put him in general population and uh two big fellas make him uh the middle of a taco sandwich you know he's gonna be the the cheese of the taco and they fill him up with sour cream i'm just saying it's a reindeer here i'm a reindeer telling him he needs to get ass raped oh fucking cujo ran up in my lap <laughs> oh he needs he needs to be uh he's a piece of shit rapists are the lowest of the low scum oh, absolutely. of the scum What's up, Jed? I don't know if California jails are anything like ours down here, but they uh, they like them some rapists. Yeah, them damn freaking. He's a piece of they shit. treat him right. He's a piece of shit. All right, let's let's get him off of there. He's definitely a big vote for the hot nut award, but we'll see. Hot This uh, next story here is we are going back to Cali. Go figure, right? California. Going back. To, don't they have a song? Back to Cal. I don't know. Anyway, we're <laughs> going back to Cali to to one of my favorite places. Uh, uh, a vacation hotspot for all of us. I'm sure, all the people that listen and uh, they want we oh, they want to go San here Francisco. Yeah, he needs to rape with a bandsaw. We're going back to San Francisco. And the mayor of San Francisco uh, pleads for more police safety measures. Well, we wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for y'all's fucked up ass, progressive ass shit y'all keep throwing out there. Anyway, San Francisco's mayor announced Tuesday. Even more initiatives are aimed at curbing open drug use, brazen home break-ins, and other criminal behavior that she says has made a mockery of the city's fame, tolerance, and compassion. Well, we said that shit was going to happen. Fuck, they can't even sit down at a restaurant without employees wanting them thrown no. out. Not in San Francisco. Uh, Mayor London Breed. That's just... Breathe, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> she likes brains. Just breathe. Said at a news conference attended by her police chief and other public safety personnel that she would introduce legislation to allow 
in law enforcement real-time access to surveillance video. Yeah, well, just let the cops see the surveillance videos. Other than that, just, just keep it for the crackheads or whatever. In, cert- <laughs> in certain situations, and to make it harder for people to sell stolen goods. How about we just make it illegal to still to sell stolen goods? Let's just we're, we're just gonna make it harder for them. We're gonna we cut, they're, they're we gonna have, have to, to cover that later, don't we? They're gonna have to put more taxes on the stolen shit. Okay, Jesus. She also announced the use of emergency powers to improve safety in the tenderloin. What? What the fuck is a tenderloin? I mean, I like <laughs> <They're> delicious. <laughs> tenderloins are delicious. I mean, I mean, she wants more safety. I mean, is that like a? That just sounds sexual. Uh, one of the poorest. She does like to breed. Yeah, breeding in a tenderloin. Uh, one of the poorest and most drug-infested neighborhoods in San Francisco, and they call it the tenderloin. That's that's just weird. <laughs> What the fuck? We, I'm going to leave in the tenderloin. Right like, down there. Right, right, right down there on, on Backstrap Lane in Hamburger Alley right there. Let, let's just say that even the <laughs> poorest community in San Francisco probably makes $100,000 a year. Aaron I says mean, that uh, tenderloin is a neighborhood and it's rough. We need police because the whole letting criminals do what they want. No, no, doing criminals doing what they want is not working out. What I'm proposing today and what I will be proposing in the future will make a lot of people uncomfortable. And I and I don't care. Oh, you're such a fucking liar. Oh, the actual neighborhood said, is called Tenderloin. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, okay. Said Breed, a Democrat. We are past the point where what we see is even remotely acceptable the announcement follows a meeting the mayor had last week with the tenderloin family (laughs) oh god i I have to move it's like where you i live in the tenderloin that right next to kobe beef lane or something i don't know just just, why the fuck why did they come up with that name for it it's making me hungry no, but look. When I look it up, it goes: Is tenderloin safe in San Francisco? Is the, it, it, it goes: Is the tenderloin district in San Francisco safe to visit? And the answer is: Generally, people are afraid to visit the tenderloin district for a good reason. However, it is not necessary to avoid the neighborhood completely. Holy fuck! <laughs> the residents that live there have frustrations and say the city is in decline. Well, yeah, it is. Even Google <laughs> says it is. They they said despite San Francisco's wealth, city officials are not doing enough to keep streets cleared of human feces. It's shitty in a tenderloin. I mean, they're just, I, I have read a story where they're just shitting in the streets and stuff like that. Yep. And it's disgusting. And then wasn't there the, an entire the, job created for a guy to go around scooping poop off the, the sidewalk that, and it paid like 120000 a year? But that have to. It had to pay way more than that to deal with fucking shit. It said they, but they want uh, to provide high housing to people that are experiencing homelessness and deter drug dealers. When it de- deter drug dealers, put cops on the streets, let them do their job, and arrest these motherfuckers. And the homeless people, uh, they need to get a job and get their places. I don't think it's the taxpayers' responsibility to 
pay for housing for people because a lot of these people, you know, they like living on the street. I say we just send them all to New York. Well, they can just stay in San Francisco. <laughs> I think no, I think we could take all the homeless from the United States and just ship them to New York. We call it. There's plenty of housing up there for rent. Yeah, we call it new home homelessness. Yeah, New York. We'll call it new, new, New York. They are also upset that San Francisco public schools spent much of last year teaching remotely while neighboring districts and and private schools within the city provided in-class instruction. Uh, Criminal justice advocates in favor of less incarceration incarceration say says the media has been drumming up fear in a city where overall crime rates have declined. I'm glad I got big deer eyes right now because my eyes would be that big and real. Because really, what are they looking at? (laughs) Even Google says that place is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Increased enforcement, they say, only ends up harming the most vulnerable without improving public safety. Okay. Uh, It's a long story. I'm not going to keep going and going and going. Anyway, the tenderloin isn't ultimately going to be solved through more policing. It seems like we're doing the same dance over and over and expecting different results. Executive director, executive director of the Tenderloin Housing Clinic, which provides legal services and housing to low-income people, said more police patrols would deter dealers and make the neighborhood safer for residents. At the same time, he has heard the mayor's promise before and seen little to con- little concrete action. Anyway. I say, if you want a cheap vacation, go on to the Tenderloin and have a good time. Okay, you got a little doggy on you. Is that Cujo? <laughs> it is Cujo. My German Shepherd just jumped in my lap that, and gave that, me kisses, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Cujo don't don't like anybody. He tried to bite me. Oh my god! Twice. They're all like, what are you doing, Dad? Aaron Let's says, be part of this. Aaron says, you, uh, you don't need a job in San Francisco. Everything is free. Yeah, you just take it. Yeah, just crime, take it. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Aaron. He also said uh, crime rates will decline if you don't arrest anybody for anything. <laughs> That's a fact. So, anyway, San Francisco, if, you get, if you're on vacation and go in San Francisco, get you the rice aroni treat. Go, get you some tenderloin. Go to, the, go to the tenderloin, get robbed, and uh, <laughs> you can drive around and say, oh, look, look, look at that's a big pile of shit on the street. Don't step in it. Mm, it's a Hershey. Never fuck. Mm, my, boy, where'd you get that Snickers bar in the pool? It was just floating in the pool. <laughs> Delicious. It had corn in it. <laughs> it's nasty. Oh. I'm so nasty tonight. All right. Anyway, San Francisco is a shithole, and I don't care, Miss Breed. You can say what you want to. We're gonna give we're gonna give cops some access to the the live footage. Yeah, well, About maybe fucking time. That might help a little bit. Uh, I think this this next story is back in California, also. Oh, th- this one's mine. <laughs> I gotta have it. Bro, <sighs> well, I I want to go shopping here. That's almost. I I really want to go shopping <laughs> at this place. What is it? It's not called Rodeo, is it? No, no. Jed says cops walking out of Walmart behind the robbers and just watching them load that shit up is a good day, man. Ask them if they need a hand with that. 
Oh God! You need some. You need some rope to tie down that back. The TV's gonna fall. Because then it'll cro- cause a traffic infraction. Yeah, that I actually I'm have after. to do something about. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Famed shopping center puts up barbed wire barricades in California. Robberies seem to be on the rise lately. Well, it's not Black according Friday. to some people. With many businesses feeling the sting. It has gotten so bad in some areas, a famed shopping center in California felt the need to put up barbed wire barricades. CNN Business reports, so it's got to be true. The Grove, (laughs) a famous open-air Los Angeles shopping complex, recently added a high-coil fence barrier. So, in other words, it's Constantine wire. The barrier resembles barbed wire, with the shopping center placing it at both of its entrances. And exits. After a string of smash and grab robberies occurred throughout California in November, management added the protection. San Francisco, as well as other nearby cities, all experienced a greater fluency of robberies during a short time frame. Well, that's because you decriminalized theft. Mike Lamb, an expert regarding retail security, spoke about the coil wire and its effectiveness. The coil wire is a reasonable new technology. You're full of shit. They've been using that forever in retail crime. Well, I don't no, think that I don't think they're using like razor wire like we're thinking about. <laughs> Constantine I, wire. Like yeah, I don't. I don't think because they're saying barbed wire. I think it's some kind of like cold wire without the barbs or razor blades on it. Something that they run in, it'll tangle them up where they get caught up in it, but won't do them any harm. That's that's what I'm I'm guessing. No, I want it to be Constantine wire. That makes the shit so much more more interesting. I don't think it is, though. Go ahead. Okay, so they call it the coil wire is reasonably new technology in retail crime prevention. That's true. He said it looks like it's designed not to cause injury, but it can tangle a person in it. Oh, fuck, you're right. And slow down someone who is trying to steal and get away. The Grove heightened its security in other ways, too. For example, the outlet the outlet hired off-duty police officers to aid with protecting the center at night. The stores there also include a special ballistic film coating, exterior, and interior-facing windows. This helps reinforce the glass in case something like a smashing grab occurs. Have you ever seen those videos where the people throw bricks at them and the bricks come back and hit them in the fucking head? Yeah, but what I think they're talking about, I've, I've seen a demonstration of this uh my old apartment this guy came out it's this it's a film like they would put like tin on your windows right but it's, I have it on it, my car. it's a film but i mean it basically it will stop bullets and shit once it's on there you can put it because i've seen them put them on houses and stuff and they put some on like regular glass out there and actually shot it with oh, like shit. not rifles but like handgun bullets and all that stuff like that and it's it, it the bullets did not penetrate and it's like a film so that's, See, I've, I've got like window tent on my house that you could take a sledgehammer and beat the piss out of and it won't break. Like it's a protective, like a hurricane film, mm-hmm. you know, two by fours and stuff, but it won't stop a damn bullet. And now it'll stop the glass from shattering when it gets shot. It'll just have a perfect hole in it. Yeah. Well, I want to go shopping at a place that, that uses, you know, tangle me up wire. <laughs> I thought it was Constantine wire. I was, now, that would be system. better. It's like, I don't know. He went that way. Just followed the blood trail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you, you only robbed that place once. Yeah. Uh, the general manager of Citadel Outlet Shopping Center, David Blog, concurs with the robberies are out of control. We also have increased our on-site security staff around the clock, station security personnel. 
He told CNN additives, uh, the gates and the entrances and exits can be closed quickly, giving us the ability to lock down within one to two minutes. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's, well what's uh, pathetic about it is they even have to even do this. In the first right, place. because of the local laws. They shouldn't have to do this. They're hiring off-duty cops to watch it, too. Right, now off-duty cops are just going to look at them and go, uh-huh, well, if I touch him, I'm going to get sued. Yeah, Aaron says he knows about this stuff, and he'll stop a, a desert eagle. Yeah. Right. So, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's go to California. Like I said, it's great. That it's fucking great. Bullshit. Yeah, that's a local one here. Sounds mine. It's mine. But go to, like I said, go to go to Tenderloin. Go shopping at this famous mall over there. <laughs> get tripped up in the Tangle Me Up wire. Uh, it, it, I mean, that's just it, somebody's just going to get tangled up in it just so they can sue the damn department store. It's just a thing. I think they should use razor wire. You lose a I finger or something, shit like that, you'll stop. I, I, I want to. I tried to get mail to let me put Constantine wire around the outside of my house. Beautiful. But no, the next story ain't local for you. Hell, it's local for me. I think I went meant to put another story. I thought I sent it to you. Oh, I wrote it down. Uh-oh. Well, you could read that one because I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go back and, and get it. I, I meant to send it to you, which happens about every episode also I do this because there's too, there's so many stories. There's some stories I didn't even put down. Well, you want to hunt that one down? You want me to read the next one or what? I should be able to find it pretty quickly here. Uh, cow fences. Aaron said they need to put up cow fences. <laughs> cow fences. That would be good. I mean, because if you ever had to go through a barbed wire fence, it could, uh, it could be kind of tricky. Hell yeah. I'll oh. tell you what, when I was in high school, I went over and hung out with a bunch of country buddies of mine, and it was my first experience with going shroom picking. And we picked them sons of bitches up, and we didn't realize the bull was still in the field. And all I remember is I felt the ground rumbling. I'm like, what the fuck is that? My buddy goes, run! And this bull is just charging us. While well, I was running full sprint and jumped over this freaking cattle fence, and the, the crotch of my pants got caught on that barbed wire and just shredded my pants. Yeah. You'll know it real quick. Okay, I found a story. I pulled up the picture. Uh, the man, uh, the white fella with the blue eyes, he is the bad guy. The alleged bad guy. Of course, the other guy, you can see who the judge is. He has the robe on. Uh, anyway, this is out of... Uh, Baton Rouge uh, from WBRZ. It says, Judge allows a man of accused of holding a woman captive for uh, three days <laughs> to go home with no bond and no conditions. Wow. A man who was arrested days ago for domestic abuse battery and false imprisonment after detectives said he held a woman captive for three days was allowed to bond out of jail with no conditions and return back to the home where the incident occurred. And just, uh, wow, so you can just go home and fucking shoot her in the face and be like, yeah, I'm tired of it. Judge uh, Travald, I guess that's how you say his name, Smith, set a, you ready for this big bond? You ready for it? $100. $4,000 bond for Michael Crown. <laughs> Is that like 400 bucks? Yep. Uh, 
over the weekend, but not but did not require him to stay away from the victim or place him on a monitoring device. Maybe this judge likes to beat women. I mean, arrest records alleged alleged graph. This guy right here said that he would kill the victim and threaten suicide by cop if police showed up. <clears throat> Graf was rearrested Tuesday, which was that yesterday. Yep. Ac- again, <laughs> accused of domestic violence and cyber stalking. Details on Tuesday's arrest was not immediately clear. Late Tuesday afternoon, we learned that Judge Smith did sign a protective order for the victim, prohibiting Graf from going around her following the second arrest in that week. Well, thank you, Judge, for at least after the second arrest. The district attorney's office has also requested to have a Gwen's Law hearing to protect the victim. For victims to be safe, judges need to consider supervision or a protective order. Domestic violence prosecutor Melanie Fields said, Sometimes that's enough for them to say I'm going to follow the law and and that protective order. Let me tell you what, people. A protective order is a piece of fucking paper, okay? A Glock uh, is your best defense. It's, it's not. I mean, if this, this dirtbag right here has has it on his mind, that piece of paper is not going to keep that woman safe. Right and unfortunately, it takes us too long to get to you. Yeah. So you got to defend yourself. In this particular case, they found that uh, that was not done initially. Michael Gaff was allowed to return home after posting his bail. What is concerning for the DA's office is the lack of notification before that bond was set. The law requires that a judge provide us with some notification or give us an opportunity to maybe say there's more the judge needs to consider. If not, the bond amount, but for conditions of the bond. Louisiana law states, if the court decides not to hold a hearing, it shall notify the prosecuting attorney prior to setting bail. An employee in Judge Smith's office said they could not comment on the matter in the case, but said they had been in contact with everyone involved. My thing is, is everybody's screaming and hollering about accountability of this and accountability of that. Sue the police for this, sue the police for that. Oh, let's get rid of qualified immunity. See that man right? That man over here? That one? That judge? Guess what? Guess what he has? He has qualified immunity. Can't sue him for it. That man would have got out and shot and killed that woman. Can't sue him for it. Qualified immunity. Wanna start calling calling, having people held accountable? Wanna stop? people from getting out on low bonds and shit like that hold them judges and stuff accountable absolutely because because thank god that this piece of shit here didn't kill didn't get out and kill her he could have happened very easily very easily i was surprised that, and, uh, that ain't the, but out. and he's in jail now uh, i'm assuming he might have bonded out again fuck i don't know but this guy right here it's like if you want you want to hire qualified immunity, all these district attorneys that are refusing to prosecute and just you know letting criminals off and oh don't even arrest them for that because we're not going to prosecute them. We're going to deny the charges. Uh, they have qualified immunity. If you want to take it away from one, take it away from all. Just like the parents, you want to arrest one set of parents for a kid killing somebody with a gun. Let's arrest all of them, every fucking single one of them. Let's see how that works out for y'all. Anyway. Just get that off the screen right there. That's what I got to say about that shit.
Anything you want to say about it? Oh, that I it could have turned out exactly like you stated. I I never could imagine a domestic violence situation, especially with kidnapping for three days. You just turn around and let him go right back to the chick that she, he just did that to. I mean, that's a slap in the face to her and oh. all women out there, I guess. Roy, here you go, Roy. Calm down. There's oh. me. There's he, wants to, he wants to play with them little wiggly ears. <laughs> don't, don't be messing with my ears out there. All right, you ready for this next one? Because I got questions about this one myself. Because maybe laws are different in different states. But yeah, down here in Florida, the 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 sheriff that got arrested, he didn't get arrested, did he? Yes, he the, did. The school thing. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm loading it. A uh, complaint filed against sheriff after he didn't show ID to pick up his child from school. Um, Osceola County, Florida. Nine investigates have. Im- anyway, we're going to go straight down here to the story. Video of Lopez given to Channel 9 has no audio in the complaint to the school district. An employee said Lopez came into the school to pick up his child, but he didn't think he should have to show his ID because his uniform is his ID. To be fair, in Florida, we are encouraged not to carry our driver's license while we are in agency uniform. When asked about the allegation, Lopez told Channel 9 that what the employee said isn't true. It's sad we have someone in there that is lying and trying to prove a point with a law enforcement official, especially an elected law enforcement enforcement official like the sheriff that is personally known Lopez is yeah I mean if the guy's the fucking sheriff of the town <laughs> you should know who he is it's not like he's a deputy this was right. the the sheriff himself yeah so he didn't no way he got arrested Lopez said he thought the employee was joking because they knew each oh, other no, no he didn't get arrested he just had a complaint file that was a different story I was thinking about gotcha. I'm sorry yeah but once again yeah he how often in uniform do you go fuck on off with somebody you know what I mean? And just joke it. And apparently this person just had a chip on her shoulder and wanted to be famous. Um, the complaint states that the sheriff said he was said he was allowed to go anywhere in the school anytime he wants and does not have to show ID if he is wearing a uniform, which is correct. You're allowed to walk around the campus, especially we, as the sheriff. We're encouraged to do so. Right. The complainant said that Lopez told her to go tell her supervisor she was wrong for asking for his ID. The district said the employee did nothing wrong. Well, the district is fucking wrong. The district said there is no investigation and it was handled at the principal level, but didn't say how. And the staff has a good relationship with the sheriff. Well, I hope so, because if not, they're all about to get tickets. <laughs> they're about to get fucked up. I mean, yeah. are, he's going to be like, yeah, you're speeding in the school zone, uh, like, shit like that. But come to me trying to fix your ticket, because uh, to me, it sounds like whoever Miss Miss Lopez is, she probably don't like Popo. Right. Because I guarantee you, if he is, he this man is the sheriff. For one thing, he he's actually in uniform. They had a picture of him up there, but yep. I I think Miss Lopez don't uh don't like Popo. She knew exactly who the hell he was, and she's just being a bitch. 
Yeah, and then uh, no matter what jurisdiction you're in, the entire state of Florida, any full uniform law enforcement officer that's working in their territory. Now, you can't, like, go the next county over and just walk into a school. No. But if you're inside of your zone, you're allowed to go inside of a school, fully uniformed, wherever you want. So, it's, I mean, it's just – I think Ms. Lopez is just trying to stir shit up. So why don't you call and complain to the sheriff's boss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call, call the sheriff's office to complain on him. Yeah. Yeah, see how that works out for you, because guess what? He is is the boss. <laughs> okay, Miss Lopez. She She's so good and you're, you're stupid. You're so stupid. She's so fucked. Yeah, you're st- I, I guarantee you, they said they handled it on a principal level. If principal said, probably looked at it and said, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the sheriff. Are you stupid? I mean, come on. She likes to say she's just being a bitch. And he probably just yeah. looked at her. When she said, I need to see your ID, he probably went, really? <laughs> you know who I am. But really? Melissa says they, she never shows her ID to pick up the kids. Melissa, that's probably because they're ready to get rid of. <laughs> no, they're afraid of her. <laughs> Straight up, 110%. It's like, uh, I mean, everybody knows, you know. How was your day? I haven't gotten it today. Uh, there was, uh, it was hilarious, too, because it, like they had a new teacher that was giving Mel shit about picking up the kids. And the assistant principal, like she ran over to the assistant principal and said something and pointed to my wife. And the minute that that bitch locked eyes with my wife, she immediately grabbed the kids and carried them to the car. Like, nope, here, here's your children. I mean, if somebody's running over your kids, you, you better. No, no. Like you just said, somebody was running over your kid. Run over and got the kids. I'm just picking. Uh, this next one here, uh, this one's just great. Playing your damn reindeer games. Well, if I was if I was Harry, I'd be saying, "Here comes Santa Claus." <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. It makes my face hurt. <laughs> here comes Santa Claus. Get this Orange County guy. Yes, this one's great. I got a picture of him. Let's see. P3. Uh, let's pull it up. Look at him. This one's great. At least he don't have a, a stupid smug look on his face, huh? Like yeah, like he thinks he's something. Anyway, it's off. I don't know why he didn't just go to school for it. <laughs> Fucking it's easier. This one's out of Orange County. Is that in Florida? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah in Florida. Yeah, it's, uh, this Disneyland. This is a Florida man. Orlando. Orange, Orange County. This man right here was arrested for impersonating police person impersonating police officers, deputies say. But the funny part is, is he's a firefighter. He's uh, a firefighter. We're their heroes. Yeah, he he's he was a, you know. Anyway, an Orange County firefighter is behind bars for impersonating a law impersonating a law enforcement officer, deputies say. Mr. Anthony Woods was also placed on leave from the Orange County Fire Department. Deputies said it started in what appears to be a road rage incident this past Sunday at about 5.25 p.m. The victim told deputies he was driving eastbound on East Colonial Drive after getting off of State Road 408. Like, we all know where the fuck that's at, don't we? I mean, just who cares? When a man driving a gray Hyundai cut him off and then began to follow him. Deputies said the victim turned into the county place subdivision. 
and while making a U-turn in a cul-de-sac. How, how the fuck you make a U-turn in a cul-de-sac? No, cul-de-sac <laughs> around. You just usually just go around it and come back out. It's not really a U-turn. You're following the road. But you turn. No, around. you turn in. You, you're turning around, but it's not a U-turn. But you turn around. <laughs> you turn. It's just I don't know. According to the police report, Wood stopped his Hyundai in the cul-de-sac and got out with a gun in his hand. I mean, he was driving a Hyundai. He was probably just pissed off about that. <laughs> okay? I mean, it's like, I mean, fuck, like he, how you know he didn't get out the gun in his hand to shoot his own car? Because it was a Hyundai. I'm not, no. I'm, if you drive a Hyundai, I'm sorry. I remember when Hyundai first came out back, like, in the... What nine early nineties and it was like they were like throwaway cars. They were like four grand brand new and them motherfuckers. They still are. It's like as soon as they ran out of gas, might as well just throw them away and get a new. And they were I don't know if they're any better. But they used to be pieces nope. of shit. Anyway, Mister Woods got out with a gun in his hand and he said, "You almost hit me, and I am a police officer slash firefighter." No, you're not. It's like he's just like bisexual or something like that. Well, that's because he's a fireman. The victim told police he feared for his life, so he quickly drove away and dialed 911. The report stated that after the victim stopped again to meet deputies, Wood confronted him a second time. According to the report, after Woods got out of the car the second time, he overheard the victim on the phone and said, don't take my tag before getting back in his car and driving away. Yeah, that works. Don't write my license plate down. Deputy said that Woods also called 911 during the incident. Report a reckless driver. Deputies met with, met with Woods at a local fire station and arrested him when the deputies realized he was a suspect in the road rage incident. But I'm called. But I called y'all. Thought we were friends. No more chili for you, Mister Mean Popo Man. Be coming by my firehouse with no free chili. Woods. But it could- is- it could turn into one of those he said, she said bullshits, because unless one of them's got a dash cam that has him saying I'm a cop. Yeah, that well, yeah that, that's very true. Woods is charged with aggravated assault with a firearm and impersonating an officer. Woods went before an Orange County judge this morning, and his bond was set at $5,000. Uh, that's higher than the guy that kept his girlfriend hostage for three days and beat her ass. <laughs> this guy just... Pulled a gun out and threatened somebody and said he was a cop. And his bomb was higher than the dude that beat up his girlfriend and held her <laughs> hostage for three days. You were better, Mr. Woods, you got out cheaper just for just like kidnapping. <laughs> Not in Florida. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. Editors note, a previous version of the story misidentified the firefighter as being from Orlando. The firefighter is from Orange County. Uh, Orlando is in Orange County. That's just, it's hilarious. There's no comments on the story, unfortunately. But uh, Mr. Woods here, uh, we don't know if you did or not. It's alleged. Uh, but I'm thinking the cops might have had might have had some type of evidence or you told them you got out with a gun or something for them to charge and arrest you for it. Yeah, that's the bad thing, too, is like, it's why I think we've discussed it before, is like having a plain black gun or a plain chrome gun. It, buy yourself a freaking a canary yellow gun. That way nobody can ever say, he stuck a black gun in my face, and when you show the cop, it's canary yellow. It, you know. Melissa, you're such a liar. You do not drive a Hyundai. 
No. No, you, no, she does not. No, you, she you, drives a Bronco. Your Bronco. She's got a four. Yeah, she does drive a Bronco. She needs a Bronco. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Woods is uh, also on the Hot Nut Possible Award for me. Keep up. Y'all pay attention. We still got to vote for Hot Nuts. Just not allowed to sing it no more. Oh, this next one is great. It's the California lady. Got a picture of her too. She's not too bad. No, I think she's. I think she's one of them Russian. I think she's Russian from her name. I don't know where she's Russian to, but no, like like you know, vodka nut, Russian. The stova. <laughs> yeah, like like we're drinking vodka, and you know, cost some dude thirty five thousand dollars to get her over here. <laughs> Mail order bride. Well, he got a return on investment, if that's true. <laughs> California woman accused of stealing more than $328,000 in designer merchandise. Jesus. Is that, is that illegal in California, first off? Uh, that dollar amount, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't she know. must have been hanging out with all them uh, rioters. <laughs> Co- Costa Mesa, California. A California woman is accused of stealing items worth more than $328,000 from retail stores and attempting to resell the items through a luxury online consignment store, prosecutors said. How the fuck were they able to get that? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, say that name. Ekaterina Zakharov. Zakharova. It's Z-H-A-R-K-O-V-A, however you say it. Uh, 38, a Costa Mesa of Costa Mesa was charged with our, with four felony counts of grand theft, one felony count of receiving stolen property and seven misdemeanor counts of petty theft. What the fuck? According to the Orange County Sheriff's Office online booking records, uh, Zarkova faces a maximum sentence of nine years and two months if convicted on all counts. Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer announced a in a news release Friday. Uh, Whoa. Between October 7th and November 23rd. So this is a short fucking period of time. Yeah, she was on Uh, the roll. The Russian is accused of going to several TJ Maxx and (laughs) Nordstrom racks. Hold on a second. I understand Nordstrom is, is high end, but I don't, TJ Maxx is not. TJ Maxx ain't a high end store. That's like where I buy shit, and because it's cheap, it's not. Yeah, that's to California though. So I guess everything's more expensive there. I guess Fountain. Well, that's where all the uh, petty thefts came from. Fountain Valley and Tustin. Prosecutor said. The Russian girl filled empty shopping bags with thousands of dollars worth of merchandise and left without paying. Well, that's what you do that's in California. That's what they do in California, yeah. It's According legal. to the California Highway Patrol Organized Retail Theft Task Force, which is hilarious because the local cops didn't do anything. The California Highway Patrol had to. Uh, the Russian girl stole brand name goods such as Gucci, Prada, New Bar doo-doo bar that's a fucking brand uh and jimmy chu uh re- authorities said she would use tools to remove sensors or sensor devices before leaving stores with the stolen goods according to the television station 
The Russian girl was arrested on November 23rd after CHP investigators witnessed her stealing more than $3,500 of merchandise from a Nordstrom's rack. That's why she got greedy. That's probably Cause... one purse over there or something. Yeah, probably. Uh, and Costa Mesa. She was released two days later after posting $20,000 in bail, according to online booking records. Jeez. A That's... search warrant. <laughs> That's more than what the guy got from kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A search warrant was served at the Russian girl's home, which was packed wall to wall in every room with stolen merchandise worth more than $328,000. And I just clicked out of that. There we go. Um, According to CHP, the items still had their store tags and disabled security sensors in place reported. Wait a minute. If I'm pretty once you remove that security sensor, it falls off. So I don't know how that works. Shoplifting and other re- retail theft is out of control across no. California. No, I don't believe it. As a result uh, of reckless laws that have made the risk far less potential reward. Yeah. So FHP is flipping out about that. But that is fucking crazy, dude. Well, it says on this one part, it says, these are not victimless crimes. And if you engage in these kinds of outrageous theft schemes, we're going to arrest you. We're going to prosecute you. And we're going to put you behind bars. <laughs> no, they're not. They might arrest you, but this bitch ain't going to get no time. No. Taking no time, I'm telling you. She'll probably end up marrying the DA. <laughs> and then she'll just continue to steal shit because yeah. that's what. Well, it says she had failed to appear in court Friday on the charges. Probably went back to Russia. No, then she was arrested again on Sunday. Jesus. And she's still in jail for right now. But uh, that's the Russian lady. Uh, she was just following the sign of time. Says they're getting butt hurt over the lost sales tax revenue. Yeah. Yeah. You, I bet. You, you're right. Uh, which one is this? Four. Anyway, that's her. Oh, I got a picture for y'all in a little bit. That was so good. This is this next one here. Oh. Uh, Next one's your guy. Yeah, this is a local guy. Another Louisiana one. Louisiana's getting about as bad as Florida man. We're going to have to have a Louisiana man. No. Good luck. Anyway, <laughs> from Louisiana, East Baton Rouge District Attorney's Office. What the fuck is wrong with his head? I don't know. He's got a big tick on his ass. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Officer Ploy, he, he is booked on drug charges in uh, St. Martin, Par- Martin Parish. An East Baton Rouge District Attorney's Office employee was booked on drug-related charges and resigned. Uh, Dusty Guidry, that would be Dusty with the tick on his head, was arrested in St. Martin Parish on several drug charges, including manufacturing, possession with intent to distribute, and transactions involving proceeds from drug offenses. <clears throat> These Baton Rouge District Attorney Hiller Moore released the following statement. Today I accepted the resignation of Dusty Guidry, who served as the Director of Pretrial Intervention Services for our office. The pretrial intervention program provides tailored, data-driven resources and rehabilitative programming to appropriate, justice-involved individuals in a manner that does not jeopardize public safety and works to decrease the likelihood of 
uh, recidivism. Uh, basically, it's like a slap on the wrist shit because, you know, whatever. It's crap. Anyway, he goes on talking about that. Gidry posted a bail and was released from the St. Martin jail. Didn't see how much it was, but obviously he, uh, I bet you he was working with some of the people that he was working with, like the criminal aspects of them. Probably. But he, uh, what kind of dope? If he was, uh, if it's manufacturing, he was either, it's only got, it's either got to be weed that he was growing or meth. And I think it was meth. That's what I think it was. I think they were cooking meth. Even though he don't look like a meth head, he thought he was freaking, you know, what's that TV he show? He might have been be making on? it and distributing it to his clients. Might have been. He might have had a whole little thing going on there. But that's him. Man obviously has an education to have that type of job. Uh, you I just know. don't, you, know, you just don't, uh, you know, come off of the street with a high school education, get a job like that. So he's got to be college educated. Uh, he should have took some of that money and had that thing t- removed off his head. <laughs> but it just bothers me. <laughs> I mean, just it's like was that Austin Power thing? You look at it and you go moly 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 moly. Take it, chop it off, and make some guacamole. <laughs> Ugh, I'm glad I, that, I don't even eat guacamole. That's nasty. Guacamole looks like cat shit to me. Bam liked it, but I'm not gonna eat that shit. But that's Fair him. <laughs> He's a dumbass. He just uh threw away his fucking career for. You know what? A little bit of extra money. A little bit of dope. Oh, when I'm, I did that little short podcast uh, last night and put it out, uh, there's been two more arrests in the state recently. I'm not getting into it. Just saying, you know, we're talking about domestic violence stuff with that constable. Two other uh, law enforcement people have been arrested recently for domestic violence. Stop hitting your wives or getting them stop dating crazy bitches I say you hitting them one or two okay I'm not saying you guys are guilty how to make a fucking sandwich uh, but these guys are both I think suspended with pay right now so it, it, it's a it's a thing uh, like I said yesterday you know if you do if you are a wife beater fuck you if you're not stop dating crazy bitches that's all I gotta say cause they will get you put in jail all right, this next one. About the batter, my wife, she keeps sending me messages. <laughs> this next one is uh, a woman was arrested on charges. Uh, of course, she was arrested on charges. You have to be arrested She's on pretty charges. Pretty young thing, too. This lady here. Now, if Roy, if you're still here, and uh, all you men that are in here, y'all stay calm. This is... Uh, this is She's sexy. This is one of the most beautiful women you will ever see in your life. And when I say stay with crazy bitches, this is exactly what I mean. So, are y'all ready for this picture? I've been waiting to put this picture up right here. Uh, bang! Right <laughs> Look at that shit right there. Shock, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> wow, right there. This woman... <laughs> I just can't even explain it. So if y'all listen she, she, on the, if y'all are, look on her face like you just called her her mother's yeah, name. If y'all look at if y'all are on the podcast audio platform, uh, if you get a chance, go look at that about a, a an hour and seven minutes in. Just go look at her picture on Facebook or YouTube on the video. You'll 
you'll see what uh, we're talking about. You want me to run through it? Yeah, you can. A woman arrested while in the midst of a major emotional breakdown earlier this month appeared in Baxter County Circuit Court Thursday and entered a not guilty plea to the charges against her. On November 9th, Baxter County Sheriff's deputy responded to what was described as a verbal altercation in progress. When the deputies arrived at the residence along Rocky Ridge Road, yeah, Rocky Road, they reportedly they reportedly hearing 40-year-old Amanda Megan Tahusik yelling inside the residence. According to the probable cause affidavit, the chick's husband was standing outside. He told deputies his wife was yelling at their daughter and would not permit the girl to leave the house. When deputies entered the residence, they reported seeing a female juvenile sitting on a couch in the living room, actively crying while old girl yelled at her. There was reported to be food and other items thrown around the living room. The deputies attempted to calm down old girl, but reportedly she was so emotional and speaking in such a loud voice, it was difficult to understand her. She was allowed to use the bathroom. A deputy stood by the door and attempted to talk with old girl. The woman refused, refused to communicate and demanded the deputies leave her residency. Old girl attempted to slam the door on one of the deputies when told they could not leave until the issue was resolved. At that point, the deputies made entry into the bathroom in an attempt to arrest old girl, but she resisted. She was eventually subdued and placed in custody. Old girl was searched after the arrest in a small plastic bag containing a substance field testing positive for methamphetamine was found. No shit. She was transported to Baxter County Detention Center. She was released on $2,500 bond Thursday. Um, old girl is charged with possession of methamphetamine, resisting arrest, endangering the welfare of a minor, and obstruction to government operations. Uh, and for her eyes bugging out of her head. She's just shocked, bro. No, she she walked in and saw Harry and Santa Claus. Yeah, see, yeah, when I seen that commercial, <laughs> that's how my eyes were as well. Aaron said she would probably make me cry. God help you. I wouldn't want to wake up to her every single day right there. That was black. She is blasted out of her head right there in this picture. But could you imagine responding to that call? You walk inside. She has her back turned towards you, and then she, you're like, excuse me, ma'am. And that turns around and looks at you. I would, I would just fucking tase it right off rip. Ow! It's so bad. This like woman, it's an alien. It's fucking scary as shit. All right, we're starting to run long. I'm going to throw this last little story out here. Uh, it, it was just, I wasn't going to put it up, but then I was like, no, this story is too good not to talk about because you just have to be a complete dumbass right here. This dude is a complete dumbass. Uh there's another story out of Louisiana uh, from The Outsider. Uh, Louisiana authorities caught four men in an illegal deer hunt. They were spotlighting. If uh, anybody don't know what that is, that means you're out in the dark with a bright light, and when you spotlight the deer, they like freeze, so it's like really easy to shoot them and shit like that. One was a felon. And the other one was a part-time cop who was using his police car. 
spotlight to spotlight the deer. <laughs> Just real bright, real bright here. I mean, how bad is it that you're a cop, you go hunting on a Sunday night, and one of your buddies had a felony rap? You'd hope that the guy didn't have this police uniform on, too, which we don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how to say this one. Kashada Police Chief Kevin Stafford soon suspended 28-year-old part-time officer Javara Ponsing. Oh, fuck, he was a reserve. <laughs> yeah, or a part-time guy. I mean, some of these places got part-time. Uh, it says four hours and 30 minutes uh, northwest of New Orleans. According to Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries officials, Pouncey was one of four men found illegally hunting late on Sunday evening. Officials heard gunshots in an open field on private property and stumbled across a vehicle shining its lights for deer. Louisiana radio station BDC reported that Corporal Justin Greer and others went to where they heard the gunfire. The men parked their truck, turned off the lights, and immediately heard gunshots 100 to 150 yards from their location. The men, a group of seven law enforcement officers, also could hear people talking and coming through the woods toward them. How is everyone still alive? I don't understand that statement there. When agents checked, they saw the men in a police car with three rifles and two deer. <laughs> I just fucking... Soon after, agents arrested Cedric Thomas, 36, Anthony B. Caldwell, 31, Adam J. Caldwell, 30, and Ponzi, the cop. The men faced two charges of deer hunting during illegal hours, hunting from a moving vehicle, trespassing, additionally convicted felon Anthony Caldwell had a firearm with him. Which is another, that is a felony. Oh, and uh, Anthony Codwell and Ponzi, the cop, did not have hunting licenses. All of the men could be fined and get jail time. Some fines could include $950 fine for violating hunting hours, 120 days in jail, $500, and 90 days for moving vehicle hunting and trespassing, $500, and 30 days in jail. Oh, and not having the proper hunting license in this case could result in another $50 fine. As for the convicted felon, Anthony Caldwell, the man could get five to 20 years in prison and a maximum $5,000 fine for that firearm no-no. Jesus. The man had a previous conviction for possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Oh, the forceman will have to pay for the bag deer. In a news release, uh, Anthony Caldwell might also face civil restitution totaling $2,000 for the buck's value. Uh, one of the other men could face 1600 fine for the other deer. I guess Caldwell's deer was bigger. Ponty did not respond to text messages for comment. I guess he didn't. Anyway, that's... Oh, no, it's still going. Oh, no, it's just a different story. Anyway, this stupid motherfucker here. They fucked up and they I mean, fucked up big. I mean, especially these new spotlights they have on these units, they're just fucking... Just, they're, they're really bright and nice but i don't think <laughs> as cops when we do have time to go hunt yeah well that he found time at nighttime in his police car i mean see what he should have done is when he saw people should have clicked his lights on and said freeze motherfucker police I, and like act like he was like an undercover hunter there i was undercover i got this i was just i was entrapping these motherfuckers <laughs> Of the undercover uh, hunting deer hunting 
person. Like, yeah, they'd be you like, know. you ain't fishing game, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, jeez, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, he, he fucked up. using. I mean, what, what bright idea was that? Yeah, hey, I got a no, spotlight go on. Spotlight on this unit's really bright. Let's go kill some deer with <laughs> God almighty. Hey, let's grab my convicted felon friend over here. That's one of the worst parts. As a police officer, having a convicted felon with a gun. Here's your gun. Would you like to use my pistol? My duty weapon while you at it. Scrap the AR out of the trunk. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Handcuff that deer. He's fucking resistant. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. So anyway, let's vote for the hot nut award. The the idiot in a police I, I, car. I'm going for the stupid cop spotlighting deer with his convicted felon friends in the squad car. So that's two. What do y'all think? Put them up. I know we got a short delay in it, so I'll give it a second. And then af- after that, I'm gonna, I want to do that story I was telling you about. It only take like two and a half minutes. Locked in the back seat with a woman having to call for help or shooting deer while on duty. Uh, uh, you can't go to jail for the first one. The second one's illegal. The other one will get you fired, but you won't go to prison for it. Unless the woman locked in the back seat was uh, there against her will. Right. <laughs> While you were locked in there with her. But other than that, you know, uh, so we got another one for the deer. Uh, so go ahead and start telling your story while they're voting. All right. Everybody, uh, not quite sure who doesn't know this, but if you're not familiar uh, two nights ago, uh, we were pretty much devastated across the Midwest, of the United States. Um, a series of tornadoes struck down. One actually was on the ground for 250 miles. Um, the body count is currently at 80 and they're still pulling survivors from, uh, under the ground as currently across the United States, we are actually being hit again by another series of tornadoes currently active. Um, but there is a story, kind of a bright side of this, and it falls on law enforcement, so I decided I would share it. Uh, Kentucky deputies narrowly escape deadly tornado to rescue injured girls. Um, the deputies had only just emerged from their battered cars when they heard someone screaming for help. So, getting into it, Graves County, Kentucky. Two Kentucky deputies are being hailed heroes for saving an injured girl just moments after they were pummeled by a deadly tornado. The officers were caught in their patrol cars on Friday when the storm passed. The devastation would leave 74 dead in Kentucky alone. Um, An interview with CNN, Graves County Deputy Chandler Cirrus and Sergeant Richard Edwards described the dramatic event. Uh, These are your two heroes. The wind picked up and it picked up my vehicle and turned it sideways, Edwards told CNN John Berman on Monday. Sirius was behind me, and we just couldn't do anything. We just sat there. We tried to duck down and just hold on. There was some fiberglass that went through my passenger side window that hit me, and there was about a eight-foot piece of wood that came through the back of my car and pierced it, Sirius says. And there is a photo that actually shows the tree 
uh, lodged through the back of the car. After the worst had passed, the deputies left their patrol cars and ran to the nearest house for shelter. That's when they heard people yelling for help, Edwards told CNN. The pair sprinted back to the patrol cars to get a go bag and then back to the house. Another deputy on scene led them to a girl who was very profusely bleeding, Edwards said. She was going into shock, he told CNN. We applied the tourniquet. We called the medics, but there was no way they could have gotten to us. So we went outside and found an old interior panel door, and we used that as a backboard. We loaded her up. Edwards didn't have a detailed update on the girl's condition, but said he heard she was expected to survive. So these police officers, after going through what I would consider pure hell with getting their cars just beaten, went and tried to get shelter, but realized that there was a child that needed help and sprung an action again and marched her out of the debris field on a door. Um, these guys, I, I, I'll give them a round of applause. They are absolute heroes. Yep. Yep. So good job. Uh, okay. Well, we got all the votes in and, uh, it is unanimous. Oh dear. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, presidential election but these are real votes <laughs> so the deer the deer has won it uh we got some hot nuts hot nuts hot nuts hot nuts on your chin lick my taint meat with my nuts my nuts are salty salty on your face Hot nuts, hot nuts, hot nuts. Anyway, they get the hot nuts. A deer cop gets the hot nuts because he is a fucking. I got the hot nuts on your face. My nuts are on your face, old stare. I'm like, look at around. Look around it. There you go. Any hot nuts on Holster's face? But the hot deer cop gets the hot nuts award. So it went like yeah. long tonight, but oh well. It don't matter since we like uh, not really on a time frame. I just try to keep it down. But anyway. uh come back next wednesday we will be live tell your friends like and share it uh see what kind of crap uh sometime this weekend go uh to the liberty freedom whiskey podcast facebook page or youtube page and uh like and subscribe there we do do live shows on there also it'll be sometime this weekend not sure which date when day we're gonna be friday saturday or sunday you just gotta like and subscribe and hit the bells and get your notifications but go check that out also uh so everybody stay safe i'm gonna put the little thing off had to change the music on here let's hope i don't get copyrighted on this shit i shouldn't uh stay safe watch watch you back and smile because ice man could always be behind you later everybody